let's share a word of prayer. Into your hands, O oh God, we present ourselves this time. We ask that you speak to our hearts, O oh God, for we have come but for you, that you will fill us. Our mouths are open wide. Speak, for your children are ready. Amen. Amen. We thank God for yet another wonderful day. It is warming up, and uh, I'm sure that is one reason why a lot of you are here today. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you for coming, and God bless those who are also at home. Amen. Uh, today, we have a huge task at hand. Tell your neighbor, we have a huge task at hand. Hallelujah. Come on, say, neighbor. We have a huge task. Hallelujah. Amen. But the good thing is that we are not alone. Oh, hallelujah. We are not alone. Amen. We have somebody. Amen. We have God. Hallelujah. And that is why we are not afraid. Amen. Today, um, as part of the monthly um, themes uh, that the pastor gave, we are to talk about being steadfast in the Lord. So we are going to talk about remain steadfast. Hallelujah. Remain steadfast. And uh, after our short exhortation, we will uh, raise money for our building. I'm still doing Hallelujah. Amen. So uh, we have, that's why we have two big tasks. The first is to have God convince us to remain steadfast. And the second is that we are going to give. Tell anybody we are going to give. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. It is an exciting thing to give to the house of God, to give to God. Amen. A, now you be what that God will ask you to give. Hallelujah. If you are told to give, you are counted blessed. Hallelujah. Not giving to people, but giving to God, you are blessed. Hallelujah. Because you have an opportunity to challenge God to bless you. Amen. I don't know about you, but if I'm challenged to give, he's just challenging himself to bless. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that is why I'm excited to be here. Not that I have the money. Hallelujah. But I'm excited because even if I don't have, the little that I give, it will bound him. It will bind him to bless me. Hallelujah. Amen. That's just one reason why we give. There are other reasons, but I, I just want you to remember that when it comes to time to give. Uh, let's read something from First uh, Corinthians chapter number 15, verse 58. I think he, she has posted it already. First Corinthians 15, 58. So therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Say with me, stand firm. Oh, come on, say with me, stand firm. And then I will continue by myself. Let nothing move you. In other versions, it says, being immovable. Hallelujah. I like that better than let nothing move you. It's too simplistic. I want, sometimes I want big words. Hallelujah. Be immovable. Hallelujah. Amen. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know mm, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hallelujah. Every phrase in that scripture demands a whole sermon. Hallelujah. Your labor, Edda, your labor. This morning when I tested Elder 
Something turned right quick. I'm like, hey! That quick, he responded, and I went, I'm driving, don't, I'm not going to answer. I'm like, oh, he's on the way to church. And I'm still sitting reading. Hallelujah. Your labor, hallelujah, your labor won't be in vain. One of the labors is given after church. But that's one of the labors. Hallelujah. Your labor in the snow and in the wind and in the chill, coming here, rising up to pray. Some of you go into the early morning devotion prayers at five. Sometimes I set my alarm because the, uh, this is like a, you have to be on every morning to do the announcements. Hallelujah. When we started, I tried three weeks straight. I was on every morning. And then when you close from work and you don't sleep late and you have to wake up at five, it is not easy. So pastor said, I think some days just take off. Let me know. I'll let somebody do the announcement. Hallelujah. I'm like, I will try. And then the alarm will beep. And then alarm will beep. Alarm will keep going. My Alexa gives my alarm. And when Alexa tells you wake up, she will not stop. Sometimes I tell Alexa, stop. Without even knowing that I tell Alexa to stop. And then in the morning when I wake up, and I tell my wife, I didn't go. I didn't go to my... But you told Alexa to stop. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Hallelujah. You're laid back. You are so tired, and yet you are trying. Your labor will not be in vain. Some of you actually went to work and came here this morning. In the night you worked, your labor will not be in vain. Hallelujah. That's what I'm saying, that there is more to this uh, uh, version of Scripture than just stand, I mean, uh, stand firm or be steadfast. But we are going to just focus on being steadfast. Hallelujah. Now, being steadfast, according to my Google dictionary, says being resolute or dutifully firm and unwavering. Being resolute or dutifully firm and unwavering. Hallelujah. All those are key big words. Hallelujah. Being resolute. As for me, I have decided this is what I'm doing. That is resolute. And being dutifully firm. When you say duty, duty connotes what work. Hello? When you say duty, we mean action. So when you say you are stay, being steadfast, you are actionably making sure that you do not move. Hello? So being resolute and being dutifully working on it to make sure that you do not get moved is what it means there. And then being unwavering, not wavering to and fro. Hallelujah. There is something, I don't know the name. You know, there's a toy that has a spring in the bottom. When you push it, it just bounces back. We usually, we put it on our car dashboards. What, what do we call it? Anybody knows the name? A bubble head? Hallelujah. Being like a bubble head. No matter how the car shakes, it may tip like it's moving all the way down, but yet it will bounce back. It will just do like that, like that and then still it will stand. Hallelujah. Amen. That is how you have to be when, when we talk about being resolute and being dutifully and unwavering firm in the Lord. Hallelujah. The only thing is some, some of us are firm in the wrong things. And that is not good. So you want to make sure that when you are being firm and being steadfast, you are steadfast in the right things. Hallelujah. It is dangerous to be firm in the wrong thing. Imagine you believe that marrying two wives is good for you today. And you are firm and resolute. Hallelujah. 
how difficult it will be for you. Hallelujah. Even if scripture agreed, how difficult will it be for you? So you can be firm in the wrong things. Your beliefs must be right before you are firm in it. Hallelujah. So you have to be firm in the things that please God. Things that are right in the will of God. Hallelujah. Then after you have found the right things to be firm in, the Bible says that be steadfast and immovable. A bubble head. You may be pushed to the side. Ah, you may be pushed to the other side. Back and forth. And yet you come back to your stand. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, some of the wrong things we could be we could be in are the wrong doctrines we have. Some of us have believed before we came to Pentecost, you believe in certain things that are not scriptural. In fact, even some 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 very dynamic men of God in court that I really trusted elder. I won't mention names in order not to be in trouble. But when this corona thing hit, some of the things that some men of God are saying around, imagine if they are firm, if they don't change their mind, how many people they are going to lead to their graves. They are firm in the wrong things. So you got to be careful what you believe in. You got to be careful in your stand in the Lord. Once you have aligned your stand and your firmness or the things you believe in to the will of God, then be the Bible head. Hallelujah. So watch out for the doctrines you hear. Some people say that, oh, you're a young man. You are not married yet, but you are growing. And you know when you sleep, sometimes you have dreams and certain things happen in your body. You know what? Go to the bathroom, hold your thing, and let something happen. Masturbate. After all, you are not sleeping with any girl. You know, who cares? It's not, the Bible says that if you do fornication, you are sinning against God and the woman and all that. But this one is just you. This one is not fornication. You are being firm in the wrong thing. Hallelujah. If that is what you believe, change your mentality. That's why I'm saying that you can be firm in the wrong things. Today, I want you to align your beliefs with the right things of God. Then after that, hey, be immovable. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. So the doctrines, the things that people have spoken to you that are not right, find answers. Ask us. Read scriptures. Come to church. Always be here, listen to the word of God, and define the things that are right. Then after that, hey, then after that, hallelujah. Some of us have also some cultural and traditional practices that we have brought, in fact, to the church. After being born again, we still believe in certain things. I believe that, you know, if I'm a lady and I'm growing up and the men haven't come yet, there's certain things you have to do. It may be right in the culture. It may, in fact, be right in the, in the American culture. It may be right in the eyes of the world. But is it right with God? Is it right with God? Hallelujah. If you are firm in those things, then God help you. God have mercy. So I'm here to tell you, if you are believing certain things that are not good or right with God, then those things are not the things you should be firm in. Those things are not the things you should be steadfast in. I challenge you to throw them out right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So let's be firm in the things that God wants us to be firm in. Cultural practices, cultural beliefs. You know, as for Church of Pentecost, this is the way we do our things. Oh, even if it's PI, this is the way we do our things. I remember when we were starting PI in the old days, some years ago, some people 
among the church, not Pierre here, but you know, in other uh, assemblies, vehemently fought to stop it. Why? Because they believe that when Pierre comes, it's going to be young men and young women. And you know how young men and women, they can be holy, you know, it's going to bring trouble to the church. People, I'm not saying somebody said, my own ears, and I know them as I speak. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is why a cultural idea. They know that in the world, young men and women can stay holy. So, you know, if you leave them to be by themselves, it's trouble. Cultural practices. Hallelujah. So if you have that idea, how are you going to support the church to grow? Hello? It is not like that. So change your mentality. Let the things of God be the things you think of. Let the, let the focus be on what God says about you. And then when that is right, because when I'm talking, God wants you to be steadfast. The steadfastness that we are talking is not a mere thing. So he wants to make sure that the thing you are believing in is the right thing. Because it would be sad to believe the wrong thing and be firm in it. Yeah. Yeah, last night I was watching this documentary on, uh, on CNN about uh, people who have gone through the coronavirus disease. Their family, some of them have died. There was this woman, and I, I couldn't believe myself. My heart ached. She lost her mother to, to the virus, and she lost her brother to the virus. And the vaccine has come. And this, this woman saying that, I'm not going to get the vaccine because they have put something in there to track me. And I'm like, oh God, have mercy. We didn't lose anybody. We know it is good. You, your own mom died. Your own brother died. And you are still making up stories and saying that they have put, they have put the government is tracking me with the 0.3 ml ceiling. <laughs> Hallelujah. So imagine how firm she is. And she's saying it on national TV. So if you are firm in the wrong things, not only are you going to harm yourself, you harm your followers. Imagine how many people will hear her and say, oh yeah, they are tracking me. For what? Do you have gold? Tracking you to get your money? The government has more money than you. Hello? So beloved, make sure that your belief system is right with the things of God. Oh, I didn't hear amen. amen. Make sure that you are right with the things of God. Then after that, be the bubblehead. Be the immovable, the resolute king. The king that says that me, minus me. This thing, I don't care. I will never bow to this. I will never change my mind. Because I know that the person that I've trusted, the Bible says that your labor will not be in vain. This belief that I have in this God is not going to be in vain. He himself will reward me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So let's, let's make sure that we believe in the right things. I believe you guys believe in the right things. Hallelujah. If you have any cultural beliefs, if you have any things that you are not sure about, see us because we want you to be firm. I want to be able to tell the young ones among us, I can, we can send you among wolves. Like Paul said, we can send you among wolves. You can, because we don't care. We know what you have believed. Ah! Can your mom send you to a school where everybody is a gay man? And yet you are a young man, a Christian, and be, be relaxed? Can you be firm in what you believe? Hallelujah! If we come to that point of being firm in the good things we believe, 
Hey, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter where you go to school. It doesn't matter where. Because the firmness that God has granted in you will ensure that he rewards you for that. Hallelujah. Amen. So be firm. Now, there are certain things that make people move or not steadfast. The first one, hopefully with time, we can discuss four. Otherwise, we'll cut them to three. The first one is hardship and abundance. Everybody say hardship. Hardship. Hardship and abundance. Those two things can either move you or make you waver or make you not firm. Hallelujah. Now, let's just take the life of our brother Job. Job was a man of abundance in the beginning. You know, we all talk about the story of Job and we are perplexed. Oh, man, this man, you know. But this man went through severe hardship. Now, when I was doing this, I remember, you know, how we classify diseases, asthma. We have mild asthma. We have mild, uh, we, have, we have, you know, intermittent asthma, mild, mild asthma, mild persist, uh, severe persistent and all that. Classes of how asthma can be tough on you. You can have the asthma that you just cough once and why, you know, you just need the pro and it's gone. Or you can have an asthma that you need steroids to control it all the time because it's severe. Some hardships are also classified like that. Intermittently, you go through hardship. Around Christmas, people bother you for money from home. And then your rent, and then your kids, and all that, so you are dry. Hardship for Christmas. Intermittent hardship. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Then there is mild hardship. You, you don't suffer so much, but you see that you just paycheck to paycheck. Nothing saved. You know? That one is mild. You're, you're struggling in life, but at least you are moving on. And then there is severe hardship. Hallelujah. And then from severe, you go to severe persistent. Hallelujah. Degrees of hardship. Some people are struggling. Some people, every month before the rent is due, there is a need to pray. Fast. Oh God, where will money come from? That is severe. You haven't gone there, but some people are going there. Such people can decide, you know, why don't I prostitute myself a little bit? If this man likes me, and nobody at least cares, I'm going through that. Why can't I just move? Why can't I just be movable? Why can't I not just be unsteadfast for a little bit? Just to get rid of this hardship. Hallelujah. So hardship can make you move from your stand. Hardship can challenge you to, to unbelieve what you believe. Hallelujah. Especially if it is severe and if it is persistent. Hallelujah. But people of God, the Bible says that keep on standing firm for your labor in Christ will not be in vain. Hallelujah. So don't let hardship put you off course. Hallelujah. Don't let severe hardship, chronic hardship put you off course. It doesn't mean that we agree that you continue to stay in hardship. No. We pray that that hardship will cease. But until it ceases, you are continuing to be firm. Hallelujah. You will not sell yourself. You will not sell your birthright. You will not just bow out of Christianity because of hardship. Hallelujah. Some people to abundance. Some of us, the reason why God hasn't blessed us yet is because God has seen in the future and see that the king one, 
The way the king one is only on church. The king, I pick on you, you know, my, my body. <laughs> the king one makes sure that everybody comes to church and they are healthy, making sure the way the king one is. If I make the king one a billionaire, hallelujah. God help the king one. <laughs> hallelujah. He will begin to fly out. Oh, someday, oh, I'm, I'm flying. You know, my private jet is broken. I got to fly on. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the king will not be seen in church. I'm using him as an example, but all of it, that's how we are. The little now that you have, look at how you, you just, just go down to your closet today before you came to church. The clothes, how, many, how long it took you to select from which dress you should wear. Because of the abundance, it probably took you not less than five minutes. Even if it's a minute. Imagine if you only had two. If you wore this last week, <laughs> ah, hallelujah. <laughs> if you only had two, if you wore this last week, then obviously this week is this one. Would you waste any time? Hallelujah. hallelujah. So some of us, abundance is pushing us off course because of how much we have. And God wants to bless us. But he is thinking, ah, but if I bless this woman, will she go to church? Will she have time? She will begin to make excuses about her projects being due on Monday and Sunday is the only day she's got to do it. Will she have time to do it? Abundance. Hallelujah. So hardship and then abundance. Both can lead you, of course. It can make you not steadfast. But beloved, those who have learned, Bible says that Paul, Paul said that I am able when I, when, I, when I have a lot, I'm able to conduct myself like I have a lot. Not making people know that I have a lot. And then when I have nothing, nobody also knows that I have nothing. I balance myself through. Hallelujah. May God give us that grace. Amen. Once we have that grace, oh, that God won't care. He can bless you and bless you and bless you. And that will not be an excuse not to go to church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the point that I pray that God will take us to. So that we will be blessed. We will, we will make sure that we are steadfast and firm in the things that we believe in. In the things that we have to do. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So hardship and abundance. The next one, in the interest of time, is unfruitfulness. Unfruitfulness. Seeing nothing after you have invested so much into something. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are a leader in PRWC and God doesn't give you this grace, not only will you judge yourself sometimes, but you will say that, no, I don't want it to be anymore. Hallelujah. Because you will pray and pray. You will see increase. A lot of people will come and then a lot of people will leave. Hallelujah. So you will think that, oh, maybe you are not doing what well. You are doing the right things. Hallelujah. The increase comes from God. Hallelujah. I'm talking from experience. Amen? Amen. The increase comes from God. You just do the right things. You know, imagine, imagine studying for exams, preparing seriously for an exam, and then you go and you bomb anyway. If you don't take it, you say, that, oh, as for school, we've tried. We have gone to school and gone to school and gone to school. I think it's time to stop it. Why? Because you are not seeing any fruits from what you have invested. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you that whatever you are doing right now, 
Keep doing it more. Hallelujah. As far as it is in the will of God. If it's not aligned, that's why we talked about that first. As long as you can judge the willingness of God in that situation, then keep doing it. Hallelujah. Don't be moved to the right. If an exam, one exam pushes you to the left, oh, like a bubble head, you will bounce back. Hallelujah. In school, pharmacy school, I was, uh, I think I've said it here before. There's a course called therapeutics. I think in your area, you call it uh, pharmacology. There was, that, I mean, I was doing okay, okay, you know, it's, it's tough. Everybody knows. All the students knew at that point. That, that year, I don't know about uh, your wife's year. But in my year, it was tough. And then it came to a time that one exam, I didn't do so well. And, you know, we take averages of exams. So if I don't do well the next exams, oh, if God don't show mercy, I may have to repeat the class. One whole year because of one class. Hallelujah. And beloved, it's not because I didn't study. I studied. But I studied the wrong stuff. Like the people who were fishing. The Bible says that they fished all day, all night. They caught nothing. But when Jesus came, he said, oh, put it right here. He said, oh, master, we've been fishing all day, all night. You, you know, experienced man, you're telling us how to fish. Just put it right there. Hallelujah. Beloved, today, if you are studying and you are not seeing top, hallelujah. I speak one kind of English. If you are studying or you are doing something and it's not working out, just listen to the voice of God and do it still. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Do not give up. Do not stop because of anything. Don't, don't be moved to the left. Bounce back. One exams can move you but you got to bounce back. There's one person, uh, to finish my story, and the, the next exams, because I did not give up, I topped the class. The whole class I topped because I knew that that was a make or break. Hallelujah. So just give it your all. There was one, this one guy that we graduated high school with back where I come from. <laughs> this guy wanted to uh, be uh, in medicine. He wanted to be a doctor. In that time, nobody qualified to go to Ghana Medical School. He sat home and took the exams about three times just to get the grace to do what he wants. Hallelujah. Amen. One man, because he was not wavering from what he knew was right for him. That's the point I'm trying to bring across. Do not waver because of a block, because of a stumbling block, because of a blockade. Some people, some young ones, I, I remember when they were about to graduate high school and go to college, I asked them, what would you do in college? They tell me one thing. And then two, three years later, when I asked them, what did you do? Oh, I changed my major. Why? It was good the first time. Why? You are giving up. If you know it's right for you, keep on it. You just probably have to commit yourself more to studying and doing the right things. But you cannot sacrifice things because of uneasiness. Because it is not easy. That is for the failures. People, I pray that you will not stop. You will stand firm. You will become what? Steadfast. Go for what God has given you. Whatever it is that God wants you to achieve, you got to make sure you pursue it. Even if it takes an extra year, it is fine. At the end of the day, you did it. Hallelujah. So stand firm. Be steadfast and resolute. Dutifully. Remember, it requires work. If you're going to play around it, then it won't happen. It requires you to put in the work. 
But if you put in the work and it's in the will of God, then I'm here to tell you that it may delay. Like it said in uh, Lamentations, the vision is for an appointed time. It may delay. It may tarry. But come, it will come. Hallelujah. But you got to keep at it. Hallelujah. Stand firm and be firm. So unfruitfulness shouldn't stop you. Unfruitfulness shouldn't stop you. You should keep moving forward. Hallelujah. So study hard. Do the right things. Align it with the will of God. And commit yourself to achieving it. And God will make it happen. Hallelujah. The next one is adversity. Suffering for attacks. Suffering and attacks for doing the right thing. When you are doing the wrong things and you are being attacked, it's not adversity. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. You're living your life anyhow. and And you go through problems. And you say, oh, I'm being persecuted. No, 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 no. This is not persecution. This one, you brought, you brought it on yourself. Hallelujah. Is that clear? If you, are, if you are reaping the results of doing the wrong things, don't blame the devil. In fact, look within. Hallelujah. It is you the devil are. You are your own devil. If you don't study in school, you're in college or in high school, you're not studying, you come home and all you do is video games and phone calls and chats and all, you know, the phones. Everything is about phone. And you are not getting the good college and you say, ask for me, I'm not good. You are good, but you are not good because you yourself haven't made yourself good. Hello? So don't blame anybody. Blame yourself. Hallelujah. But if it's an adversity or hardship or struggle coming from doing the right things, then that is where the Bible is telling you that be firm and resolute for your deliverance is at the corner. Hallelujah. So let's read in um, Acts chapter number 4, verse 7 to 10. And when they had sent, they had sent them in the midst, they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we, if we this day adjust for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before the whole assembly. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So Peter was arrested. The apostles, when Jesus left and the Holy Ghost came, they received the power to do the right things. He was arrested for healing the lame. He was arrested. This is doing good. That's what, he, that's, that's what we read. If we have been arrested because we have healed somebody who was sick, and because of that you have brought us here to charge us, then let me let you know that we did this in the name of the person you crucified. Hallelujah. So in those days, when people did the right things, they got persecuted. That is what we call persecution, doing the right thing and being hated for it. Trying to serve God and people say, no, don't serve God. Like in China, uh, in, uh, in the Arabic countries and all of that. Trying to serve, just trying to be a Christian alone, 
People hate you for that. Hallelujah. Doing the right things and being persecuted. That is what we are talking about. If you are doing that, if you are doing the right things, you check with the will of God, it's good. You check with, with what comes to natural things, it's good. And you are being persecuted. Then I'm here to tell you that you are not the first. Peter went through the same thing. John, Paul, they all went through the same thing. You are not the first. But the good thing is that God is going to be with you. Hallelujah. And that is where you have to be resolute and firm. This guy was firm. The Bible says that if you continue to read, they couldn't do anything to them. Because of their firmness and their being right. After being attacked all night and all that, jailing them and bringing them, they told them the truth. This is, we are just doing the right thing. We are just healing. If among all these people, you think that healing is wrong, let's do something to us. And the people couldn't do anything to them. That's what he said. Granted, they could have still done something that, that they did to Jesus. Jesus didn't do anything wrong. And yet he was persecuted. He was, he was killed. He was slaughtered. For just being himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you are not the first. But the good thing is all those people, if you look at their end, there's always salvation at the end. There's always God coming through for them. Jesus was raised from the dead. And now he's seated at the right hand side of God. And he is a king. We are expecting him to come. This time not to woo you to become a Christian. He's coming in authority with his crown and everything to judge the world. So whatever you are doing, as long as it is right, stand firm. Tell your neighbor, stand firm. Be steadfast. Hallelujah. Because that is what God demands that you do. That is what he asks that you do. And that I know for a fact that could make you have adversity. That can easily push you to the side. But don't be pushed to the side. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the last one and then we will zoom into the next phase of our, our being here. When you have prayed, delayed answers to prayers, delayed answers to prayers can move you, of course. If you have asked God for a long time for something and the answer hasn't come, if you don't take care, you can be swayed off. And the, the devil is very good at making you think that way too. Oh, you really think God loves you. It's just a fun word when you go to church. Oh, God loves you. God loves you. If you really cared, look at what you're going through. As, as if you haven't prayed. Look at all the years you have been praying for this. and Nothing has changed. You really think God loves you? Let's come on, do something and be free. Hallelujah. But be firm. Hallelujah. Stand firm, neighbor. Stand firm. Be resolute. And be grounded in your faith. Believing that God... In his time, he makes all things beautiful. Oh my God. In his time. Hallelujah. Now, there are three, there are three answers to prayers. The first one is uh, wait. The second one is no. The third one is keep praying. Answer is coming. Hallelujah. So you may be at the keep praying point. You may be at the wait point. But it's not no yet. As long as, that's why we, we started with making sure that your belief is in rightness with God. As long as it is in the will of God. And you can't tell me that doing well, having a, a roof over your shoulder, I mean over your, your head, having clothes to wear, have, having a good job, living a good life, it's not in the will of God. They're all in the will of God. Hallelujah. 
as long as those things are in the will of God, he will come through for you. You just got to do the right things. Keep on praying. So delayed answers have made some people move off course. Now, when we look at the Bible, there's a woman called Hannah that we all know about. This woman prayed. She prayed. And her, 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 her rival kept making fun of her. They go to their husband, and then their rival will carry their babies. Oh, children, let's come. Go greet your father. <laughs> go greet your father. Like that woman, no, no kids, so the woman will be alone. Oh, kids, sit on your daddy. Hallelujah. Everything to make this woman sad. But the Bible says that she kept on praying. Oh, my God. She kept on praying. In the name of Jesus. She will go in the church early in the morning. When nobody is ready to pray, she will sob and pray and cry. Like in the morning devotions, when you are praying in your bed, you alone know what you're going through. You are sobbing and praying and praying and crying to God. The answer may be delayed, neighbor, but it will surely come. Hannah's prayer was answered. Eventually, she had, she had laughter. And the Bible says that she even gave the son to the Lord. Hallelujah. Maybe it's delaying because God wants to make sure that once you get it, you give it back to him, man. Hallelujah. Some of you are going to be rich. I prophesy. I didn't plan to this. Some of you, some of us, let me include myself. Hallelujah. Some of us are going to be rich. But we got to remember to give it back to God. In the name of Jesus. The reason why you are not yet rich is that God wants you to come to the point in your life that you will know that when you are, it is from him and you got to give it back to him. Hallelujah. Just like Hannah did. So keep on praying. It may be delayed, but the answer is not no yet. Keep on praying. In the name of Jesus. The same thing happened to Sarah. When, when everybody, then I think that you mentioned, I don't know if it was you, that look at all the servants having babies. The servants of Abraham having babies and the male woman of the house having no child. Hallelujah. But she kept believing in God. She kept believing in God until that hundred year or whatever and she finally gave birth. So beloved, do not be pushed to the right. If anything, just be a bobblehead. They may push you, you go like that and then you bounce right back. Hallelujah. I can tell you we are human. Sometimes when you push, Somebody may push you. Uh, you gotta just, 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 just bend a little bit. As long as you don't move down and fall, just bounce right back like a bobblehead. And remember that God, who has promised in His word, that your labor will not be in vain. Oh, He will make sure that you receive the reward of whatever you have invested in Him. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Stand on your feet with me. We are going to pray. We are going to pray now. We just want to, we want to thank God for his word. As we go to the next phase of our, of our uh, uh, program today, we are going to raise funds. I want you to project back uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Please. This is the scripture, the same scripture we are going to use to get the money. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, Immovable. Yes, I like this. This is the new King James. Be steadfast. Be immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Mm. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. How have you abounded in the work of the Lord? Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, 
one of the practices that uh, we said we should not believe in is to think that only people of a thousand membership can buy a big church. Mm-hmm. That is one of the things that we discussed in the beginning. Wrong doctrine. That is a wrong doctrine. Mm-hmm. It is, you need a thousand people to buy a big church. If all the thousand people are not blessed, Amen. then everybody has to give a hundred because they don't have the money. Amen. Hello? Amen. Am I, are you hearing me? Mm-hmm. Good. But if God looks for 80 people, 100 people to buy a million dollar house, Hallelujah. then God knows that there are people in there mm-hmm. that he can bless. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why I don't want you to look down on yourself when, we, when it comes uh, to, uh, to reaching out into your deep and to bless the Lord in the offering. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to give. We have 100,000 to raise. Mm-hmm. We are not diminishing the 100,000. Regardless. I, when I was sitting there, I did the math. For 100,000, if 50 people give 2,000, that is te- that is three English, right? We cut it. Te- <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If 50 people give 100,000, I mean, 50, 50 people give 2,000, that is like that. Amen. Amen. I did even further. If 65 people give 1,500, that is like that. So don't tell me that uh, when a small church, why didn't you buy a church like this one? Where it's only uh, 200,000 and everybody paid $50. And we, then you are not blessed. As for me, I'm blessed though. Yeah, amen. I'm blessed. Amen. I'm blessed by faith. Amen. Right now. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, because I don't see the money in the account yet. Mm-hmm. But I believe that if God trusts me to give 2,000, then he is ready to give me more. Ah, uh, you don't, you, you are not catching Amen. it. Amen. You are not catching it. Amen. The Bible says that to whom much is given, good. So if God is saying that a church like this can raise 100,000, then much is given to us. And if you don't see it yet, just give and see the match that was given. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost, Amen. for this. I didn't think about this. It is the Spirit of God that just dropped in my spirit. Right now, if you don't have the money saved up, huge sums of money, so that we say that we'll give 2000 and it's easy, and God so thinks that we should give, mm-hmm. then He must provide it. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. Makataya. Open your mouth, blow some tongues. If you speak in tongues, blow some tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lebro kataye manderebe, alebro soka babanderebe, lama kataya basa.